Good evening. I had recorded something earlier, and unfortunately, I had the Bluetooth on in the car, and so it, it turned to, you know, as Cher would say, crap. Yeah. So it was about the joy of gay sex, because it's really about communication. You know, I don't have all of the answers, but as a gay man, I mean, from my perspective... It can be wonderful. It can be really, really wonderful. Especially if it's with someone that you trust. And someone where you're both simpatico. You both have discussed what you want. And if you haven't, then you can along the way. Because I look at so many couples, gay and straight, and it's always... They, their communication isn't there. And someone strays or someone says, you know, I'm going to go look for this. And for me, luckily, it's always the communication has always been strong. It's like, okay, well, this is what I like and this is what I don't like. And usually with a sexual partner, they tell me everything they like, you know, things that they haven't tried. And I'm like, okay. And that's the thing is the confidentiality. I don't say who said this to me. I don't name names. Or the scenarios, really. Because at the end of the day, sex is a very intimate thing. Yes, I will admit, I've had threesomes, I've had foursomes, whatever. Uh, But I will be very honest with you. I prefer one-on-one. I prefer one-on-one because... that's, That's as good as it gets. To be able to connect with someone on that level i mean i'm i'm a, i'm a big nerd you know i maintain eye contact even during sex because that's the communication right there you know all the way to the kiss you know uh, a kiss is a man's signature and i've worked very hard to uh <laughs> no pun intended to maintain that and so when i start the ball rolling and the kissing begins. I, I let them know. Okay, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm open for business. Let's go. I shouldn't say that, but yeah, yeah. What's a better way to to phrase that? I'm open. And I, and I, you know, everyone has their signature, and I don't discuss my signature, but. For me, kissing solidifies everything. It's like, okay, I'm going to show you where we're going to go and how it's going to open up. And it's fun. And I've had some pretty good partners and um, sexual partners. I will say sex in my 30s was probably better than my 20s because, you know, you're when you first have sex you know you especially gay sex you you're learning the waves this is what i like and this is what i don't like and then you meet people and i remember probably at 12 years ago i met a gentleman and we were basically in a relationship for it first started as a sexual relationship and evolved and i was going over there every night after work so much so that the security guys started to question me they said i would drive off in my blue rocket because i had a blue car and i drove really fast where do you go every night 
and me being me, I said, well, you really want to know? And they're very nosy and they're like, yeah, man, tell us. I'll go off and have sex with this one guy. And they're like, dude, bro, you didn't have to say, hey, you asked. Oh, it must be good if you're going over there every night. I said, well, this is week three. Yeah. You know, and it was it was good. It was. um, Well, for one, he was a little bit taller than me, but height really never has bothered me. You know, as my friend once said, when we lay down, we're all the same size. (laughs) Same height. Um, So, yeah. It's, I mean, there's been bad moments and there's been good moments. Um, But for me, it's about communication. If someone communicates to me, you know, I don't know. um, Can we just do this, you know, go with the flow? Sure. See See where things go. Because, you know, everyone has a different language, body wise or touch everyone has a different i know with some people like they'll tell me okay you know this is where i want it this is where i i want you to start here okay you know um there's some other intimate details i will not discuss because like i said when someone tells me something their likes or dislikes i don't repeat and that's between me and them that's probably why you know hey i mean hey if I'm all for if people want to bring a third in, great. I've been there, done that. Okay. For me, it's like, okay, one person is enough. One person is enough. Because I, I only have to stare at one person in the eyes as I'm, uh, you know, giving them my, uh, well, well, I, I really can't phrase some of these things because I want to be mysterious as possible it really is though communication communication is the key whether you you know we all have inhibitions and whether you want to free up those inhibitions and you know there's ways to do that i have ways of doing that that i will not discuss on here because my ways are kind of controversial and maybe someone else's are controversial but they work for me and they and it's stimulating and I'm like the energizer fucking bunny. I could go all night long. Even if it's still like a, a dribble, I still can go all night long. And I'm not bragging about that. It's just I like it. How could you not like this? You know, um, it's such a freeing feeling to be able to be intimate with someone and Get, you know, show them. I wouldn't say show them what you're made of, but show them every part of you. So, I mean, you're naked. You're you're gonna show them every part of you, but also you're you know, the cuddling is probably the best, whether you do it before or after. Sometimes you can do both. You know, that is probably the most intimate thing. I have to say is the cuddling. Yes, the sex is very very intimate. But cuddling, because if they're listening to your heart or you're listening to theirs, that right there, and I've done that, and you never forget it. You can hear the calmness in the storm. You hear their heart just kind of, you know, 
I remember uh, one time I was, it was after sex and I fell asleep and I was intending to go home after. And he said to me, I listened to your heart and you were just at peace and I didn't want to wake you. I said, dude, I slept till three in the morning. You know, here we finished like at maybe 1230. I don't remember. I'd never keep time when I'm doing it. You know, I'm in the moment. I'm in the moment. It's a good moment. And then there's, you know, the different ways of, we all have different ways of touching and different spots that we, we like, you know, the, the unfortunate thing is when you're coming up and you take sex ed and they don't have, maybe they do now, but they don't have a gay sex ed. So everything that you're learning, you learn as you go, you know? Yeah. Maybe through porno. Maybe I, I had the joy of sex book. I had the picture one and then I had the drawings the drawings were funny um it was it was helpful and then at the same time you know you you experience it and then you learn from it and you learn from each experience you know and um it frees you up it frees you up that's probably why i always liked samantha jones from sex in the city because i identified with that as someone who is very free and I remember that one time Carrie walks in on her and she fucking judged her. That still to this day pisses me off because it's like, wait a minute. And even Samantha was like, I will not be judged by you. And I love that she stuck up for herself. And I think that's what people have to do. You got to stick up for yourself. You know, when I when people find out I am gay and they're like, oh, the gay sex. I don't know how you do that. And I said, look. Uh, I could say the same for you about heterosexual sex, you know, um, and, and I get into detail. They'll ask me questions. People will ask me questions. I'll say, well, you know, in a man, our G spot is in our anus. That's where it is. And that's, you know, near your prostate and, you know, you get fucked in there and it's, it's like 4th of July times 10. Okay. And they're like, okay. And I will say, you know, there was always a feeling and a vibe. And the gentleman that I was in the relationship with, we really connected. I mean, it went from sex to, you know, what in terms of the connection of the sex. And um, I mean, I remember, I mean, I won't say too much because I want to maintain that mystery, you know. I think for me, it was always about the kissing. The kissing solidified everything, you know. I mean, if you really want it, you want it and you go for it. And that's what I would do. But at the same time, if I'm going to be slow or sensual, it's really it's really figuring out the temperature of the room between the two of you, how you're going to vibe. Are you going to go fast or you going to go slow? And I always try to just kind of get a feel for it. It's like, okay, we're gazing at each other's eyes. Okay, we're going to go slow. Or we ripped each other's clothes off. Okay, we're get, this, is, this is getting hot and heavy now. And, um, yeah, I, you know, I always, I, I always liked that one sex therapist, Chris, Dr. Chris Donahue, where he would talk about good sex and bad sex. And um, for me, it's about communication, though, you know. And I won't, I don't really say no to things. If I think compromise is so important, but like if someone says to me, do you want to do this? Sure. 
because I don't really have any inhibitions. It's like, okay, even if I'm drinking or smoking or whatever, no, that would, it will intensify, of course. But, you know, I've learned to just go with the flow. So, and I, and I like to give and well, as, as well as receive, but for me, that's what it's about knowing that you and listening listening to the partner listening to how they're receiving the pleasure um whether they want you to go faster whether they want you to be rough and then you can't that's the other thing is you have to you know have to communicate about that because you can't be rough and then you say oh am i hurting you and it's like no no they told you this is what you want you shut the fuck up and you do it and so that's what i do you know i don't i don't really ask the questions it's like you just you get a vibe for it you get a feel for it and i maintain eye contact so whenever i'm doing something whatever it is your minds can be in the gutter now or it's not the gutter it's the bed um yeah i'm maintaining eye contact because i'm that's how i roll i'm showing you that we're on this plane we're connected what we are doing together is beautiful fulfilling um we are connecting that's the other thing if you know if you have sex with someone you forever have that and so you have that connection between each other where you can glance each other like yeah we did that it was fun it was hot there's a whole multitude of things but then i'm also fully aware of the maintaining keeping it between us yeah you know you can talk to your friends about it but it's so imperative to keep it between you and your partner you know and um there are certain things i will not discuss with people um if someone wants my attention I am very careful and I maintain that communication with them. It's like, okay, we're gonna, you want to do this? Okay. All right. Just, let's just go from there. It's always good though to kind of sit and talk about it, you know, afterwards. Well, you're, you're in, you're in the afterglow. You know, whether it's a rain... I love the rainstorms. I love... I've always loved having sex and rainstorms. Um, me and the gentleman I was in the relationship with, we... For the second or third time we had sex was during a rainstorm. It was... It was endless. It was endless. I... At some point, I didn't even think we were having sex. I thought we were just, you know... There was the other term for it, making love, which a lot of people don't like to say. And... You know, but and he later told me that he said that I loved doing that to you in the rain because I felt like we were I was making love that wasn't because we were so slow and um, sensual and erotic. So yeah, to talk about this, you know, was very freeing because this is a you know I'm sure there are podcasts where they talk about gay sex, but this is just me on an intimate level with my audience talking about gay sex. You know, and um, I will say something that maybe some of you, if you don't want to hear it, you don't have to listen. Um, whenever people would say to me, 
oh, how do you take that in the ass? And I would explain to them, well, there's lubes that will help you. And there's other things that will help you. I always would use a lidocaine lube a little, a little bit, because a little goes a long way. You put too much in there, you can't even feel. And I want to feel. And then I said, the other thing is where the G-spot is. I was explaining this one time to someone I was sleeping with because they didn't know where the G-spot was. And I thought, whoa, I have a lot to teach you. And they were about my age. And um, they were like, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, okay. And, and I'll describe it like this. I said, you know how when you're fucking me? And they're like, yeah. And I moan. And then I'm like, oh, and I say, oh, fuck, Yeah oh god that's so silly i just said that and i said well what's happening is as you're fucking me my 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 anus is heating up yeah that's when i always know i'm gonna come my anus will heat up and the g-spot reacts and then boom and usually he doesn't change the sheets he just keeps the sheets like that i think he changes them after i leave (laughs) because i go i'll usually do about two rounds like that um it's good it's good i mean you know um i'm not ashamed of it it's it's good and then um you know of course there is uh rimming i love rimming and i could do it for hours one time i think i did and i didn't i you know i lose track of time because I'm very into it. I'm very, I'm, first of all, I'm very slow. Because I am paying attention to my partner's reactions and I, oh, I can feel everything heating up. You know, to quote Tool, who have a song called Four Degrees, Four Degrees Warmer, because you know the anus is actually four degrees warmer than the vagina. Just letting you all know. If you don't know about the scientific, <laughs> the, uh, intricacies of our bodies um but yeah i'm i'm very confident of of this podcast because i'm talking about something that i know all too well and what feels good and what doesn't feel good you know and you gotta clean up you know what i mean you gotta (laughs) you gotta douche and you gotta well for one don't eat chipotle after before i'm just saying i haven't but i know someone who did that's all i'm gonna say it's like yeah you're gonna be cleaning yourself for at least an hour and then it's gonna hurt because you know you're raw because you just i knew someone who stuck a bar of soap in their butt and it got stuck in there it's like yeah okay um but at the end of the day it's about it's about uh the connection that you're maintaining with this person here i am in bed do i have clothes on no because that's how i sleep i know tmi but that's always how i've slept well as i as i refined (laughs) probably 30s and 40s um no 20s too yeah 20s um but I wanted to talk about this because, you know, it's it's important, especially when you're in your 40s, which I am, then the communication is very important. OK, it's very important. Some people need blue chew. Hey, it's all good. Some people need a little assistance. OK, 
I don't need the blue chew. Um, if I will be very honest, okay. If I do an edible or smoke a joint or maybe have a drink, I probably could go about 10 times. It's like the Energizer Bunny. And I'm not saying that to brag. It's just once that hits me, I'm like in full train mode. I'm steam engine. I keep on going. I'm like a Led Zeppelin song. I just keep on pounding, 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 pounding. Okay. Um, so it's fun. I don't recommend that for everybody. You know, because then you wake up and you're all like drained. <laughs> um, so yeah. It's a, it's a good thing talking about this with all of you. And um, being free and being... Um, Central at the same time and um, talking about what I like and what I do. I don't really dislike anything I mean it's like I mean I don't really want to get whipped you know nah um, I have been in a, in a swing before that's all I'll say <laughs> I won't do the, the bodily fluids that's not me no 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 well well maybe the the cum, of course, because that is the cherry on the cake. Uh, ooh, I almost hit myself in the mouth. Oops. <laughs> Freudian slip. Um, what's another thing? Uh, oh, I'll say this because I'm not ashamed of this. Um, ever since I, when I went through, oh God, I was about 13, 12 or 13. I always liked nipple play. I don't know what it was. And then as I got older and then I started having sex, it was like, those are, that's like the ticket right there. It's like, okay, you want to make me orgasm right there. That's, those are the tickets. I mean, those are the keys to the kingdom, shall we say. I know some of you are like, I can't believe he's talking about this. Well, that's why I rebranded the show because I felt I'm not going to talk about sex and then it's a film podcast. Oh, God, we're going to have to talk about Boogie Nights. Fuck that. That's actually a good movie, by the way. Um, I love my favorite scene. This is so off topic, but it, it's a movie about porn. It's, when, it's such a sad scene, but it's kind of funny. Where Julianne Moore. Oh, shit. Remember when she looks at Dirk Diggler and she's like, but I got to make sure of something. You have an extremely large cock. <laughs> and the other one is when she's in the bedroom with Roller Girl and they're just doing coke. <laughs> they're doing way too much coke. And she's like telling her she'll be her mom. And she's like, okay, sweetie. She's like, I want to go outside. I don't want to leave this room. Me either. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's too much coke for me. <laughs> I'm good with just the vial. God, I can't believe I said that. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, that was a long time ago in college. So shut up. And I think it was in a joint. Yeah. I think they told me or they didn't tell me. I don't remember. And then I couldn't come down. And I was like, fuck, what happened? <laughs> but anyway, see what happens. See what college does to your brain. I burned a lot of brain cells in college. But I still got my degrees, my associates and my bachelor's. And my degree in, um, in uh, you know, cocksucking. So, yeah. That's another thing. Um, I'll, I'll end the podcast with is um, 
giving head. Maintain eye contact. Um, relax your throat. <laughs> yeah. I have given it in a moving car, so come on, let's go there. And I wasn't finished yet, and my friend, she was the driver, and she was circling several times. And I had someone in the back seat, and I said, I'm not done yet. This takes precision, okay? We were both fucking drunk. It was hilarious. And um, I remember, I'm a big a Perfect Circle fan, and I, and I heard that song um, thinner into the air as I kept going down on him. Because <laughs> I wanted to be finished. Yeah. See how silly I am. Oh, well, it's the joy of gay sex. Dr. Zeus podcast. Good night.